what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Um, How did you like the Women Tell All episode, Dad? Well, I don't think that's the way I would like to spend my time most of the time watching that show. It It was very painful to watch, sort of like nails on chalkboard type painful once all the girls started talking at the same time and screaming and screeching. So it was a challenge, but I made it through that episode. I I did wonder a few times what my life has become through this process. But uh, And and I will say that I had to hit the bourbon a little bit early uh, Monday night, but we made it through. So did you have any highlights from the show? Um, Well, to start off, the women tell all episode is my least favorite episode of the season. Um, so I don't have a ton to say about this week. So my highs don't actually come from the women tell all they come from the like 30 minutes we got of the rose ceremony for fantasy suites. So first I, my high was how genuinely scared and nervous Peter was to give Maddie the rose because he didn't know if she would accept it. And I feel like that makes it super obvious for us as the viewers who he wants to be with. And so that kind of gives me an idea of what to expect going into next week's episode. I think that if Peter ends up with anyone other than Maddie, it's just kind of a lie and it's not going to work out. Even if it's your friend, Hannah Brown. So I love Hannah Brown so much. But I think I'm officially off the Hannah and Peter train because Hannah can do so much better than him. Okay. Well. um, And then my my other high is that Victoria is finally gone. It's it's about freaking time that we got rid of her. Unfortunately, we get rid of her and then she's on the women tell all. So we still have to deal with her all episode. But at least next week will be Victoria free. And I'm excited for that. And I thought Victoria handled herself very well on the uh, Women Tell All episode, I, you know, in in my view, perhaps better than she's been handling herself in in uh, her time with Peter. So I, I, I guess I also struggled. I, I struggled with highlights for this particular show. And and actually, I thought Chris Harrison did some of his best work in the whitening strip commercial that he had on there. I I found him very entertaining and engaging in his Crest Whitener strip commercial. And that's not part of the show. It was my highlight. I don't don't have much in terms of highlights for this show. The Women Tell All is just a a mess. It's it's disastrous. Your highlight is a commercial. Yes, that's that's correct. So, okay, I, I, and you know, I have to say, in in our last episode, I said that Madison was a Amer- was an American hero because she left uh, she left 
Pete and and didn't go through with the the fantasy suite. And I thought that she had left the show. Obviously, I was incorrect. So so Madison, I have to revoke your American hero status. I don't think that qualifies as a highlight or low light. Just an observation. Uh, you know, from a low light perspective. Uh, you you mentioned how difficult a time Pete was having with Madison, but Peter just looks so absolutely miserable having to go through that process. And I and I kept trying to think that uh, not not that I try to think like a a twenty four year old girl all the time, but if I'm one of those other girls that is waiting to maybe get a rose, and he's just looking like. Uh, someone just shot his dog and he, he looked so unhappy. How are they supposed to feel? You know, obviously Hannah Ann was, was feeling upset by the whole thing. And, and uh, it just, it just doesn't feel like Peter is very good at handling his business because the, the few bachelor episodes I've watched that have gone this far that I've been watching, it seems like maybe they sort of have an individual conversation with someone before they get to that point. Am I off there? Well, I don't think you're off there. I, I thought Hannah Ann looked super uncomfortable that whole rose ceremony and like the prolonged hug that Maddie and Peter had. And she's just like, yo, I'm still here too. This is really awkward. Like, she she is not ending up with Peter, and if she does, if I were her, I would have a lot of issues with him because, like, he obviously has Maddie as his number one. Like, Peter well, does look miserable. He's not a very good bachelor. I'm excited for this season to be over next week. Well, and and I also felt bad as, I guess, Victoria and Hannah Ann were waiting there, and, and Peter is you know, looking like he's about to melt and, and Madison, we're waiting for Madison. They also look like they're freezing. I know this was in Australia. I don't know what time of year it was shot in Australia, but they, they just looked like they were shivering and it just didn't look like a very good situation for them. Yeah. If they're going to make these girls wait outside for Maddie to make an appearance, at least give them a jacket or something. Exactly. Exactly. So. All right. So Milo, we're going into the women tell all now. We're seeing all of the snakes again. I'm not a fan of a lot of the girls that were on this season. I could do without ever seeing Victoria P or Sydney or Tammy ever again. I know that they will be on Paradise, but I'm just like, they're not that far in my rearview mirror for me to be missing their drama yet. And so having to deal with them again is just like, I'm not interested. Like, they just kept yelling over each other and they're mean girls. And I, I, I do not enjoy that part. Well, uh, I agree with you on that. And, and um, it, it started off very, very poorly with them all screaming about things. And I actually thought that it, it, it actually improved a little bit as it went forward. But I, I, my, my expectation bar was pretty darn low at that point in time. Yeah. It's also very weird how, the first part of the women tell all was them just screaming at each other and calling each other names and nasty women and stuff. And then at the end, Rachel Lindsay comes out to talk about bullying and how we shouldn't bully people. And we just sat there for 20 minutes listening to them bully each other. So it was, it was an, it was an odd episode for the women tell all. Well, and I, and I certainly appreciate her saying that and, 
And, uh, you know, I was watching with the mom and, and she, uh, you know, we we're talking about, it, says, you know, you guys have been pretty mean on that podcast of yours too. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're not trying to be mean and, 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 uh, you know, we, we might try to point out behavior that we think is inappropriate, but we're not going to, to sit around and say, uh, you know, you're, you shouldn't be here or you're an awful person or, Okay, I might have called somebody a monster. I, I hope Victoria F. wasn't listening last week. Well, I've given the disclaimer that we are talking about the characters on the show, not the actual people, because they could be portrayed in a way that isn't actually who they are. So we are just discussing how they're portrayed on the show. I'm sure they're all very nice women, and we are not bullying them. We are just you know, stating our opinions. And I am not the one that's going to be commenting and DMing on like their Insta saying awful things to them. I, I don't care enough to do that. And, and, and as a general rule, I don't, I don't uh, follow people like that on social media. So there you go. That's good. All right. So moving on, do you have a right reason of the episode, dad? So, so a question for you, um, who was the emotional support girl that came out and was hugging, uh, Ashley, I, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's that story? Because I, I, I thought that it you know, right reason. She seemed to be pro- providing some comfort to the other girls. So I, I, I was curious to what, what her role was. That was my closest to right reason season back in like 2015. I remember watching her like my freshman year of college and she cried a lot. Like she was known as the crier mm-hmm. and she's really made a name for herself in bachelor nation. She went on paradise and winter games and now she's married to a guy who was also on the bachelorette and they have a very nice relationship. And she also has a podcast about the bachelor with Ben Higgins, who was a bachelor. So she's very well known throughout bachelor nation and, um, she's a big crier. And so it was interesting that she got to come out and like say hi to Kelsey. Cause I have been listening to, her podcast and she has great things to say about Kelsey and she loves Kelsey and how she is showing that women can be emotional and it's not a bad thing. I thought it was, it was very nice. Well, I, 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 you know, from a right reason perspective, she seemed to provide some comfort to Kelsey. So I thought that was a, that was a very nice touch. Uh, so I put that down uh, as a right reason and I, I work with me here. I don't, I don't know how I, – I put this as a right reason, and, and maybe I was just really reaching for right reasons, but I thought that the other lunatic women screaming at one another made Victoria F. look like a more stable person. I sort of felt better about Victoria F. after I, I heard all the other women trying to, to choke one another. Well, my theory on that is that they're – trying to save face with Victoria because she got a very poor edit this season and they would like to see her back on paradise or maybe summer games or something like that. And so they're trying to say, look, we really don't hate you. Like we can give you a redemption edit if you come back. So I think that's why she looked better than she has been in the past. All right. What sort of right and wrong reasons did you have this week? My right reason is going to Kelsey. I I enjoy Kelsey and her emotions, and I think she handled herself very well. She was big enough to admit that she made mistakes and that Champagne Gate was a very big overreaction, but she was also willing to laugh it off, and I thought that was very good of her. I 
I like that. I related to that. I think that, you know, we'll talk about this later, but if Claire Crawley hadn't been chosen as the bachelorette, I think Kelsey could have made a very good bachelorette as well. Do do you think we'll be seeing Kelsey on another bachelor related show? Oh yes. I think Kelsey could thrive in paradise. I could see her getting engaged at the end of paradise. Okay. Well, I, I, I think there could be some more, more strong emotion coming from her. Uh, any, any uh, wrong reasons uh, you'd like to share? Well, my wrong reasons going back to the rose ceremony, because I'm giving it to Victoria F. She didn't even seem to care that much about not getting a rose. Like she, we even got one more final catchphrase from her of, I don't even know what to say. And she kept just saying like, it is what it is. And that's like a really frustrating thing. Like if, if someone kept saying that to me and be like, you're just being so dismissive of this situation. Like, I think she was kind of, kind of glad that she uh, finally got to go home. Cause she's been, uh, she's been trying to push Peter off that ledge for a long time. So she, it took a lot of work for her to get there. She, she seemed a bit relieved to me. I, I, I agree with you. She obviously was not that upset. Uh, she struck me as, I got my 15 minutes of fame, which I'm going to figure out how to stretch into 30 with other Bachelor-related shows, and I don't have to marry this uh, schlub, Pilot uh, Pete. So uh, it's been a good run, and I got out at the right time. Yeah, so. well, I think she tried to get out a few weeks ago, but she's just glad she didn't have to get to the proposals. Well, um, as far as my wrong reason, you know, what is this listen to your heart, this bachelor with music show? This looks awful. We can't let this happen. It's like these. It's already happened. We, how do we stop this? There, we're, we're, we're making music and falling in love, and they all are going to sing this shallow song over and over and over. I like that song now, but if I have to watch that show, I don't think I'll be watching, uh, liking that song very long. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'll be watching that show. I think having bachelorette and summer games and paradise will be enough for me to get through the year i'm not i'm not sure if listen to your heart is really is on my watch list but uh chris harrison is really plugging it he's very excited about that show (sighs) money talks all right well who is the who is the episode mvp you know i don't really have anyone that stood out a ton, but I'm just giving it to Kelsey because she's my favorite and I'm glad we got to see her again. Um, she got a very large bottle of champagne during the episode. Um, I, I just enjoyed her. I think she looked the best coming out of that episode and handled her controversy and mistakes the best out of everyone. So I'm giving Kelsey my MVP. Okay. Well, I, I she still strikes me as someone that, uh, a few things go the other direction. She might be pretty emotional again somewhere in the future on, on one of the Bachelor shows. Well, maybe she can prove you wrong. I, I hope so. Good luck. And so now I'm not familiar with the, the, the new Bachelorette. What do, what, what do you know about her? What do we need to know about her uh, for, the, for the Bachelorette season? So Monday morning on Good Morning America, they announced that Claire Crawley will be our new Bachelorette. The hot ticket item about Claire is that she is 38 years old and she will be turning 39 during the first week of filming. So I think this is the oldest bachelorette we've ever had, but I'm excited about Claire. 
Um, she was from Juan Pablo's season. You like to talk about him a lot, even though I don't think you watched that season. He was unwatchable. I watched enough of it, and, and he was awful. Yeah, he was awful. Claire came in second place on Juan Pablo's season, and when she didn't get him proposed to, she really told him off pretty well, saying like she would never want her kids to have a father like him and how awful he was because um, he basically like slut-shamed her for having sex with him in the ocean. And he like said that that's not behavior that he would want for his daughter's mother, something like that. So then Claire has been on two two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. Neither of them ended well for her. They kind of made her seem a little crazy where they, uh, you know, edited together some scenes of Claire talking to her producer, but making it seem like she was talking to a raccoon. So a little she looked a little nuts there. But then she went on Winter Games where she redeemed herself. She actually got engaged at the, the like the reunion of Winter Games to a Canadian man, Benoit, and shockingly, it didn't work out. So we now get to have Claire as the Bachelorette, and I'm excited. I think that there are a lot of mixed feelings from people who maybe who haven't seen Claire's full journey, but I think it'll be really nice to have Someone more mature, someone who's not just trying to be a Revolve girl and get Instagram sponsorships. And I've even heard that casting is releasing some of the men that they'd already casted because they're too young. So it's going to be, I think, a more mature season of The Bachelorette, and I'm excited about it. So so it's an emotional person that didn't find love on The Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, or Bachelor Summer Games but now we think this person will find love because she's in the driver's seat. Yeah, I think, I I hope she finds love, but I also know that she is willing to tell off a guy when he's being stupid or he's wrong. And I like that in a woman, you know, we've had many monologues from Claire of her talking to guys about how their behavior is not okay. And she's not willing to put up with it. So I don't think she's going to take much crap from these guys. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. We haven't seen Claire in a while, and I think it'll be a good season. Well, color me skeptical, but uh, we, we, I guess we'll see. Okay. All right. So do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? I've got some fatherly advice, as you, as you might imagine. Uh, a few things. Number one, I, I will say, you know, Peter came on the um, Women Tell All show, and his scar looks so much better. And hardly noticeable or really not noticeable. I don't know if it's better makeup or, or good healing. And it made me think, is there better health care in the United States when he got back here that it got to take care of? Which then made me think, hey, everyone out there is a little bit nervous these days with viruses and things. So fatherly advice, wash your hands. Don't touch your face with unwashed hands. Let's all, let's all be safe out there. Let's not panic, but let's be safe out there. Okay, well, one, you should always be washing your hands. Agreed. Two, I think Peter's scar probably looks better because it's been like three months since he was on camera. I think time, you know, really heals things. That's that's probably good fatherly advice, too. I'll, I'll accept that one from you. Uh, so and, and so here's another piece of advice. I, I, I thought it was a little bit noticeable that there were at least a couple girls that did not attend the the women tell all i mean kelly and natasha 
We're not there. I don't know why. I don't listen to the other podcasts or do a lot of research other than watching the show. But I felt, hey, good job. If you don't have something nice to say about someone, don't say anything or don't show up. So I I was uh, fatherly advice and good job by Kelly and Natasha just by avoiding this train wreck of a show. Yeah, but Kelly and Natasha are like, they don't put up with crap. So I think they we really could have used them in the show. They would have shut down some of the mean girls and really put them in their place. Well, I, I miss Kelly and Natasha. Well, perhaps you miss them, but uh, you know, I, I think perhaps they had the good sense to say, I don't need any more of this crap. I'm out of here. I'm not coming back. That's I'd like to think that maybe you're going to tell me they were not invited back for whatever reason, but let me let me... Think nice things think about that, them. But I think that they will probably be on Paradise. Another, this isn't advice, this is more of an observation. I, they keep saying that Peter, they, they, they showed Peter going to all these uh, bachelor parties and everything and presenting him as America's favorite pilot. No, Sully Sullenberger is our favorite American pilot. He actually saved people on a plane. Sully Sullenberger is our favorite American pilot, not Pilot Pete, so I just wanted to get that out there and I, I don't at me. I think everyone would agree with me on that one. Okay. Uh, no comment. I don't want to say anything stupid. I just, I'm trying, I, is that the guy that flew the plane into the Hudson river? That's, well, it's, you make it sound like it was like intentional. Like they hit some birds. The plane wasn't working. He safely landed it and saved everyone's life by landing it in the Hudson river. Right. Yes. That's, okay. Well, I, I wasn't sure if this was one of your old movie references at first. So I wasn't it's sure. It's like real say. life and a movie. Real Tom life. Hanks played him. But anyway, moving on. Last thing. Peter, you know, handle your business better. You know, if you're going to get this far with a young lady, I think that you should go talk to her, have a real talk with her, and not go through the rose ceremony thing. I mean, easy for me to say. I don't know what the producers make you do, but it just seems like there's a better move there. If I've had somebody that I've been with for a while to 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 give them their walking papers and the way you did it, handle your business. Okay, that's fair. So, so those are my. Those are my, uh, that's my father, my dose of fatherly advice for this week. And uh, we hope that uh, you enjoy the podcast. You should be going to the mesh.tv and looking uh, at all the podcasts there. We want you to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your place of choice. And, uh, and what's, what's our Instagram account? My dad watches The Bachelor. Follow us on Instagram. We have some super fun posts that go out Monday night along with the episodes. Okay. So we have one week left, two episodes technically, since they're breaking uh, the finale into Monday and Tuesday night, but we will be recapping all of that in one podcast. So we have one podcast left to talk about pilot Pete. I'm very excited for his finale. I hope he ends up with no one. Cause I think that's what he deserves after this season. So come back next week to hear about the finale from the right reasons and from my dad's you've been listening to the mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. 
discover other network shows, and give us feedback on what you just heard.